Welcome everybody. Oh, we're talking on an amazing book. I'm very glad that you came here because uh, I want to ask you a lot of stuff in person. What, you know, disruption means a lot of stuff to different people. What's the most foundational understanding of that word and that concept? Is it being the absolute first? Is it always being contrarian? Or what would you say? It's really that once you hear an idea, see an idea, see something, the world cannot go back to the way it was. So one of the most basic examples, it's a fun example, is from the Bronze Age, we were making knives. And as we figured out how to make better metal, innovation was making longer and longer knives and swords until you get to that scene in Indiana Jones with the Arab swordsman with the big scimitar and he's waving the thing. And right. Indy just pulls out, pulls out the Smith and Wesson and shoots him. Right. That's disruption. That's disruption. <laughs> That's the, one of the great seeds. Once you come back with a gun, the right. idea of that there's a guy in Japan making the perfect, you know, samurai sword is irrelevant. Okay. Right. When Henry Ford made the car, we didn't say, you know, I got a few more years in old Bessie. This horse right. thing's going to work. Okay. And what's different now is we're one click away from six billion consumers. You only have to be right for a nanosecond to make immense wealth. So what has changed in demographics and technology and interconnectedness to allow you to disrupt things that nobody thought were possible to change? And it doesn't take great wealth to do it. It doesn't take great connections nowadays. It really just takes two things, an idea and perseverance. Mm -hmm. And so the book, Disrupt You, is really about teaching people how to start thinking of themselves limitless Right. Do you remember in high school when the science teacher said the universe is expanding? And right. That blew my mind because I could never understand what's it moving into. But once you wrap your hand around that, if that's all limitless, so are we. But we were trained and raised to believe that we have very specific limitations because our educational system was about conformity so you could go work at a factory. Right. The assembly line. And then you'd give your life for 40 years for what? Right. So... Too many people give up on their dreams listening to people that gave up on theirs. Right. So all that you really have to suddenly start doing is saying, well, what happens if I try this and it fails? I can always go back and live life like everybody else. And once you realize that there's another way, that's yeah. your personal disruption. That's disrupting you. You can't go back. So I didn't have a, a, a real company job. So late in my career, when I was brought in by major corporations, Sony, EMI, Universal Studios, they were facing existential threats to their existence yeah. and needed to have an entrepreneur, somebody that could try to transform right. the company from the end. I mean, imagine EMI, that's the home of the Beatles and Pink Floyd and the Beach Boys, and one day Napster comes along and there's nobody going to be buying round things at brick and mortar stores again. So do you just say, let's go home? We've been a company since Enrico Caruso for 100 years. Let's just pack it in. No, I came along and I didn't have the answers. It's not like you know everything, right. but you don't have a fear of trying everything. So at the same moment in history where nobody would buy a single song for a dollar, there wasn't iTunes yet. We went out there and tried this idea of what would you pay for 10 seconds of a song huh. we call a ringtone. Oh, wow. And did $1.6 billion the first year with ringtones. Couldn't sell a song. So you were the fam you were the favorite consultant um, for a long time. And so there's so many examples in the book and in my life. I mean, one one of my favorite is three guys when broadband came along, they had the killer going to make a bunch of money. Online dating was always a still picture, and that picture could be 10 years old or 40 pounds right. ago, right? It's going to be live video. It's going to be real video. 
So they put, built a, built a dating site called TuneIn Hookup, mm -hmm. and they were going to be a hit. One minor problem. Nobody wanted to date those losers. <laughs> but they looked at the data, and even though nobody was dating, people were sending all their friends to look at the loser's video to make fun of them go, look, look who's out there. Tons of people. Wow, people would want to look at these videos. Let's change the name of our company to YouTube. Wow. So some of your biggest companies really didn't start out on that path. But so, by yeah, that's failing, the pivot. they pivot. And so it's all part of the process. By going down a path that nobody else explored, you've gone farther into the woods to discover things that no one else saw. That's where value is created. There's always opportunity. It's amazing. when the, the, That's why don't read the paper too much. Paper's written by reporters who, if they knew how to make money, probably wouldn't be a reporter. I hope no reporters are here watching But you this, bring but. up a good point. Why did I write a book? There's so many business books out there. So I noticed that there were ones written from the outside by journalists that right. say, here's what others did. Yeah. Okay? So you're removed from it. Then there's the, you know, Jack Welsh. I did one thing one way, and if you came out of the service the same year I did and could go back right. in the time machine, you could learn from that. And here's, you know, a common guy, just like everybody watching, that if I could go in and change giant industries, why can't you? And, yeah. and hear stories of others, um, a heart-wrenching story that's amazing. 14-year-old girl, junior high school, learns about neural networks and builds a little soccer game. Okay. A lot of kids do that. Nobody's scientific in their family. Mom comes home upset one day crying. Builds a soccer game. On uh, her computer. On her computer, okay. Yeah. A little neural network of uh, yeah. thinking through things. And her mom comes home in tears because the mom's sister, the woman's, the girl's aunt, has breast cancer. Huh. All of us would go, this is sad, this is horrible, what can I do? I'm a 14-year-old middle school girl. She says, what if I could take this technology and come up with a better way to detect breast cancer? Fast forward by the time she's 15, it took her a year, and now what she created saves 40,000 lives a year. Wow, at 15. So huh. makes you say, how are we wasting our lives? Right. What impact can each person, and if you name anything in history, it was all just started by one person with an idea. Yeah. And business is a lot about being the Pied Piper. If you have a dream that's big enough, you'll attract people to that flame, and then it gets a life of its own. And yeah. then you look back and you look at, some of the great, brilliant people that you get to work with. Um, and it's humbling, and that's really the story of Disrupt You, is all these people that weren't connected to money or power or this or that, that have changed the complete world and made it much smaller and much easier for the next generation. There was a company that used to make motor oil in Quaker State, and they owned the market, and they had the biggest machinery to make the most so they could make it the cheapest. But Pennzoil made a plastic container that took up less shelf space so that the retailer could stock twice as many. Huh. So that meant twice as many fit in a box, so you bought twice as many. So the first couple of years, their sales skyrocket until they bought out their competition. So, so just disruption of packaging. Just even. packaging. Yeah. You can disrupt by branding. I have a dear friend who started a comic book company, couldn't get noticed or arrested to save his life. So Rich, he licensed from Richard Branson named Virgin. Suddenly it's Virgin Comics. Huh. Everybody in Hollywood's licensing the rights to the various things to make movies. Huh. So you can do it from branding, from brand extension. So any piece of this, I mean, a Nobel Prize was given for a guy who lent out $27 and invented microfinance. Right. You know, oh, the bang is that the Bangladeshi? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And changed the way we look yeah. at, 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 at the banking system. 
Your goal is not to nurture your idea and bring it out to the market. Your goal is to kill that idea. Find everything wrong with it so you can say this is the dumbest idea in the mm -hmm. history of ideas. Yeah. Go find 10 potential users of it, not relatives that go, oh, right. Johnny did a good idea. Somebody would actually pay money for it to say, this sucks and here's why. Because if you can do that all in your head and on a whiteboard, yeah. you're not burning cash. Yes. And you're not running down your clock to then spend all your money, have it go out there and go, oh, I wish I would have asked that question 10 months ago. Uh, I had uh, a guy, Neil Patel, on here uh, earlier this month, and, and he's built multiple, about four large, large businesses. And he says his first one, he made the mistake. He spent one year and one million, his first million in capital he ever raised, and he spent it on an idea that he didn't test. It wasn't kind of a lean startup approach. And at the end of the year, nobody wanted it. And he wasn't in the. And he says now he'll never make that mistake. Now he looks at problems that people tell him that he has, and he follows more of this disruption pattern. In the book, if I can tell you one one yeah. fun story, what if I told you you could use frozen chickens as solar batteries? Hmm. You'd say I'm crazy. Now let me describe it to you. So a a European uh, grocery store chain uh, put in solar, and they reduced their energy, and it was really great for the daytime, but at night. There's no sun and you have your freezers and how are you going to get the energy for that? So they realized on the day they had enough energy coming in that they could lower their freezer temperature way below where they needed to be. It doesn't affect the food. If you're frozen at 30 degrees, you're frozen at 20 degrees, you're frozen at negative degrees. Yeah. Then at night when nobody's opening the freezers, it's slowly warming up because huh. the energy is stored in those frozen chickens. Yeah. But by morning, it never reaches the critical temperature and then the sun's up again and repeats the cycle. Huh. So using frozen food as a battery. Right. That's innovation. That's disruptive. And huh. now they've reduced their energy use by 90%. Wow. Are there any major areas of human life that aren't disruptive? I feel like there's trends everywhere. But do you see trends maybe a little more in tech, a little more in energy? Or, or would you say, no, if you like music, you can disrupt music. If you like you know, philanthropy, there's disruption there. If you like finance, if you like construction, if you like food, do you think it's real industry specific? So I'll start with the macro, so I have two answers to that. Play a game with me for a second? Yeah. Okay. And those at home, play along. Um, I don't care dollar amounts of what you earn, Okay. but what percent of your income, percentage, do you spend on digital? Mm. Just pull a number. So you would say, is this including digital entertainment, and digital, let's say, 15%. 15%. There's people, what will say 2%, 5%, whatever. What if I would now tell you I can convince you that you spend the majority of your income on digital? Okay. I'd probably believe you. Let's define <laughs> yeah. digital. Yeah. Is a mortgage physical? Right. Is no. rent physical? Is health insurance physical? Is credit card debt physical? Is energy bill? Is phone bill? You start seeing what I'm saying? Yeah. So the world's going from physical things that we ship and store and move to the interconnected. Yes. So the largest transportation company in the world, Uber, owns no cars. Yeah. The largest retailer in the world, Alibaba, owns no inventory. Yeah. The largest media company in the world, Facebook, creates no content. Yes. Okay? You're starting to see a pattern here? The largest hotelier has Airbnb. no hotels, Airbnb. Yeah. Or, and number two isn't one of the hotel chains, okay? It's hotels.com. Yeah. Or, or Travostia. So you start realizing that it's about data. Yes. So big data and using it in novel ways 
And now you can say what sector gets impacted and where is the most new opportunity for somebody you know, yeah. to come in. Well, self-driving vehicles don't just change making of cars, but they change what you do in a car. Yeah. Apple and Google aren't fighting to make an autonomous vehicle because they want to make cars. They're going to have a captive audience for delivering advertising, entertainment, food, everything. Yeah. I, I just literally did a 14-hour drive uh, from Oregon down here for the sole purpose of pretending how it would be different if the car was autonomous. What was the big thing? Would there were a lot of things. Read more? It would tell you the town that's coming up, what restaurants to make right. sense with this or what, what must-sees, what other yeah, friends have done. Yeah. It will absolutely change international travel back to domestic travel. The mm. world's getting less safe, and yet the idea of driving to Yellowstone, if you're not driving, you're playing video games, watching movies, sleeping, eating, you know, making love, it will change the road trip completely. So right. you start seeing new businesses and opportunities. 3D printing. 3D printing isn't just about making things that already exist. You know, prosthetics for kids. You could never afford them because they grow too fast. Now they can print their own, kids that are missing limbs. Huh. Um, tons of different innovations. Uh, somebody just came out with this week. Anybody wants to send me one, it's my favorite toy of the week. A 3D printer that prints in gummy bear. Okay? <laughs> Printing candy. So imagine taking your kids out to a movie, whatever the character is, here's candy for everybody that looks like it. I mean, just cool, whimsical things, but there's tons of opportunity. The internet of things that we talked about. I could go on and on. The pace of change. We live in an era of endless innovation. That's why I tell people, watch this. One of the reasons that, that I tell people to be in these programs is there is, you know, the universe, you have either entropy or you have the injection of energy and something builds. And that's it. There is no status quo. So if you're doing something and you go, this is going to hum along pretty much like it's been doing, and I'm going to live pretty well like I've been living for the last 10 years, uh, it's probably not going to happen that way primarily because entropy is on an even faster cycle because not only are there six, the, so there's an upside. Six bill, I can reach, I, one, uh, I just checked the stats, one billion people. Uh, I'm sorry, not one billion. My video, my videos have been played since January this year one billion times. Wow. A uh, hundred to two hundred million people have seen them now. So there's an upside to it. That you couldn't have done that a hundred years ago. The downside is somebody else can do it pretty easily too. Uh, the main, the videos, most of them I've shot. Now you see a higher quality uh, camera shot here, but with this phone, that means anybody who has four or five hundred bucks is now a competitor. So the only way that I sleep good at night is knowing that most people are lazy. Most people are not gonna watch this call. Uh, most people don't read. Can I tell you how lazy they are? Yeah. In the US, 42% of college graduates never read another book. Oh, it, it's... And this is mind blowing. You wanna know why is your career not going? Why is your business not going? Would you go to a doctor my age who hadn't learned anything since med school? Yeah. So 30 years out of med school. You go, wait a second, he doesn't know the latest drugs, the latest techniques, there's no way. Yeah. You'd go, oof, you know, that's a witch doctor, okay? Yeah, people are going, woe is me, I lost my job. Yeah. No, you didn't lose your job like you lose your keys, you gave it away. Yes. You gave it away to somebody who got up early and read what's happening in the world. Yes. You have equal access to knowledge, and by the way, that means equal access to knowledge to somebody who lives in a country where we make $2 a day. Yeah. They're now competing with you. Yeah. Okay? So. It is either the worst time or the best time. Yeah. But as I said earlier. As, you, as was it Dickens, it was the best of times. And it was, for but, if you're a driver, yellow cab, it's the worst of time. 
By the way, no hate to any yellow cab drivers. I am the greatest disruption I've ever seen that makes me dance for happiness is cab companies be put out of business. They were it's such any monopolies of just such horrible service. So it's a horrible. People say, "Oh, it's so bad if you're a tech cab driver." Well, go work for Uber or Lyft. You're not out of a job. The, the, the job just switches, and hopefully, it's for the better. This is the cutting edge stuff right here. The disruption of things that don't work. It's going to make a lot of people wealthy, and even more importantly, it's going to make a lot of people live a life of purpose that haven't been able to do that. So, thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. It was awesome.